NFL season in the books with Super Bowl 58 yesterday. Pitchers and catchers report Wednesday. It's a perfect time to head out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline where we're joined by our own Cordell Woodland. And Cordell, good afternoon. Thank you, as always, for jumping on with us. So I'll ask what I've asked others today. Uh, I guess how frustrating was it yesterday watching uh, Christian McCaffrey running for about four or five yards of pop and realizing the Ravens could have done that a couple weeks ago but chose not to run the ball? Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, when you're the Niners and you have a a guy like Christian McCaffrey who – you know, leads the league in rushing and is an MVP candidate and is the best running back in the league. I think it's easy to stick to the run when you have a guy like that. Um, the Ravens did, didn't get that type of production from the running back position. Now, uh, I mean, I'm not excusing them, giving their running backs only six opportunities to carry the ball in an AFC championship game, but um, I think it's a totally different situation when you have that like Christian McCaffrey back there, you going away from the run is just not even an option at that point. Whereas for the Ravens, their leading rusher is their quarterback. So, you know, I I just think it's easier to lean into the run game when you have um, running backs that you can, that you believe can eventually uh, crack the dam. Um, in In the Ravens case, they don't have that right now, especially since Keaton Mitchell went down. Cordell, we were just talking about Andy Reid uh, prior to the break, where he is all time and wins and playoffs. Uh, where where does Andy Reid rank for you among head coaches? Ooh, I mean, he's top three for me in my lifetime, uh, which is about 35 years now. So, I mean, I still got Belichick up there. At one, I know people probably feel a sort of way at him, especially considering how his career went after Brady left, but um, you just can't erase six Super Bowls for me. So Belichick's up there. My guy Joe Gibbs is still up there. Three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. I mean, you 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 earn your respect for that one for sure. But Andy Reid is in that group. He he's in those three guys group uh, for me. I mean, Andy to see what he's doing with the Chiefs and to see the level of dominance that he has been able to have. Um, especially in this Patrick Mahomes era. You think back to when he was in Philly, and, yeah, they were consistent faces in the NFC Championship game, but it took them a while to win it, and even once they did, they weren't able to overcome the the beast that were the Patriots at the time. So this level of dominance that we're seeing um, right now from the Chiefs, it it definitely puts Andy top three for me. Anything else that we kind of just take away from this whole playoff from an NFL level as extrapolated to the Ravens. Any lessons we learned that we didn't kind of already know, or or is it just the further cementing of Arrowhead as a dynasty? Um, well, yeah, number one is we, we have to stop looking for reasons to get rid of the Chiefs. I mean, they, yeah. I think we, we've all fallen victim to that. Mm-hmm. This, this year is a, is a case in point of that. I mean, so many times we were looking for reasons to count these guys out, and, yeah, they had weeks where they weren't their best selves, um, but they they showed you it's a marathon. And to that point, I, I think you watched Kansas City, you watched their entire postseason run this year, and they they always stayed calm. They always stayed calm. Even when they were down, they never really, uh, you know, changed how they approached the game. They didn't make any drastic changes um, to their game plan. Um, so to me, it's just the fact that they are—they have really embodied this idea of the ebbs and flows of not only a season but an NFL game. 
Last night is proof of it as well. I mean, so many different things happening in that first half. They're down uh, two scores, and they, they don't even flinch. They don't even flinch, man. They, they just continue to stay the course. They stay at their pace. They don't kind of speed their clock up. Um, and I think that is something to admire, to just have that confidence in yourself that you will be able to battle back and get back into the game just by being yourself. We're speaking to Cordell Woodland. It's Inside Access on the fan. While Cordell looking ahead, pitchers and catchers report to Sarasota on Wednesday. What are some key storylines you're looking at uh, in spring training? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, for me, I definitely want to see how healthy Dylan Tate really is. I mean, I think his health status will be uh, key for this bullpen this year. I mean, obviously, the uh, they, they made the trade, what, a week or two ago to kind of uh, solidify their rotation. But for me, the question mark now becomes that the middle of the bullpen, what, what's going to happen there? I'm assuming Tyler Wells will maybe be the odd man out of the rotation and end up in the bullpen again. But Dylan Tate, for me, if he can be healthy, that'll, that'll make me feel even more uh, confident because I like Cano. I like Cano in the setup role. But he had his moments last year where it was, a little shaky, and I don't think they really had anybody else that they could lean lean on at that time for those types of roles. So if Tate is healthy, that gives them a little more flexibility, I think, in the bullpen. Cordella, are you cool with the roster as it sits? Would you like to see them make another move, or are they set in your mind? I think they're okay. I, I think they're okay. I think, uh, you know, I'm not saying that they have to finish the season with this roster. I'm I, Really, my idea of saying that they're okay is with the idea that eventually they will make more moves um, in season. But, I, I've, you know, I've kind of just locked into the idea that a lot of their capital, capital is tied up in the farm system right now. So that's going to be how they go about acquiring talent. There are some bats out there. I know you've been homering the J.D. Martinez train uh, all, all, all season. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, uh, there, are, there are a couple of free agent bats that are out there that they could definitely go sign. And I think they'll look at that. We saw them do that the last couple of years as we got closer to spring training, bring in some of those veteran bats. So wouldn't be surprised about that. But in terms of any long-term type of moves, I'm fully anticipating Michael Elias making more trades with some of these young assets that he has to improve this ball club as the season goes on. Uh, Orioles repeat as AL East champions. If you had to go, if you had to dig into your wallet and 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 think about placing a, a Commandos futures bet, uh-huh. or maybe just instead uh, going going Orioles to win the division, are you there? Uh, I, you know, the Corbin Burns trade, man, that, that really pushed me, that, that really pushed me to the right, you know, a lot. Um, because I, I was very quiet about the rate, the, the Orioles mm-hmm. all season, um, because it was nothing to really talk about, to be honest with you. But, um, that Corbin Burns move really did a lot for me. I'm not saying it's up there, you know, it matches the Juan Soto move for the Yankees or anything like that. But I still think that the Orioles are the most complete team in the division from top to bottom. And and they've got guys that they could call up, obviously all, all position guys, but they've got a lot of them um, that they, they can call up throughout the course of the year. So I think that they can handle some, some injuries, some setbacks, some people getting off the slow start. So maybe it's because, you know, I'm looking at it, you know, a lot of what the Orioles are doing compared to the rest of the division. But I, I, I still believe that this is a team that's still the best all around team in the division. When are you shaking up sports again? 
Uh, I'll be back on tomorrow from 7 to 9 to try to get into the offseason, transition to baseball now, and put a bow on the NFL season. Awesome, man. Thanks as always, buddy. buddy. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys.